What is really good, people? Welcome back to another episode from What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, I am your host, Sherm, often imitated, never quite duplicated. I am joined by my interim co-host, Obed, once again. How are you, sir? I hope everything is good with you. And again, of course, I am joined by my boy, Onu, live from New York. It was good, good to see you guys here. Kind of want to just jump right into it this week. No need for long introductions so far. So let's just really get it going. So first topic this week, a um, little off topic from sports and things like that is we're going to actually talk about the new Jordan 11s that are dropping this Saturday. Of course, everyone knows Jordan for his sneakers, um, obviously off the, you know, on the basketball court as well too, but the sneakers are a very big part of his legacy. It's big in the fashion. It's big in culture these days. Um, I, I mean, I, I am a little bit of a sneakerhead myself. Um, I'm a little bit of a hype beast. I'll admit it. Try not to be. <laughs> but the Jordan 11s, the Concords are coming back with a new look with the 45 on the back of them. Uh, you know, uh, Obed, let me ask you this. Do you really think that it's worth spending, you know, $200 on or whatever on a pair of sneakers? Is it really worth the hype? Man, you know, so it's funny you say that because, like, in uh, in college when I actually had a job, it's like, because obviously, listen, I had uh, parents growing up. You're not about to go out here and buy $200 sneakers. Now, I, I can't speak for my little brother because he gets sneakers all the time now, but, you know, that last board, it always had a lot of <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I in college I was a huge like sneakerhead like I really enjoyed dunks like I couldn't see myself paying two hundred dollars for a pair of shoes um, unless it was like the uh, okay so the Tiffany dunks or the Air Yeezy twos or the Jordan Cement threes or the Jordan four breads other than that there's no reason to be out here buying two hundred dollars shoes that have been re released how many times now <laughs> I know I definitely feel you a new. Can you really see yourself consistently? Are you? I don't know if you're a sneakerhead yourself into it buying all the time. Do you? Uh, how often do a year do you buy sneakers? And really, you see, could you see yourself spending two, three hundred dollars on kicks like that? Oh man, no, I'm not much of a shopper, especially when it comes to sneakers. I mean, you know, I, I know how to make them last, and uh, you know, I like, to, I like to put a cap, you know, on, on the way I spend. But even even if uh, I'm going for it, the max I'll do is about a hundred. But yeah, man, those are classics. I, I can see why people want to spend the money for it, but, I mean, I'm good on my side. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. I feel you. No doubt. No doubt. Moving right along, um, I don't know if you guys saw this past week, your boy M, Eminem, dropped, came out with a new freestyle. Uh, you know, he's always coming out with classics, always coming out with some heat and some fire. He dropped a new freestyle called Kickoff. Um, I wanted to play a little bit for you real quick here, if you guys don't mind, just so you can take a look here real quick. I speak tongue in cheek what you ass licks do because you love to eat, but it's sad but true. I just sprung a leak suddenly, but I think in my gut instinct become in sync. My thoughts and my stomach link up with each other. Ink touches the pad, then boom! Since the day Dre gave me beats, I was made elite. That's basically what makes me me. Creating stink to these cats of fading ink. Who's the greatest? Think we're still debating. Wink. <laughs> so that was your boy M uh, going in on the uh, freestyle there. I guess my question to you, Anu, um, do you think M has still got it and still coming with that fire can really still be you know, a top rapper in the game? I knew. Absolutely, man. I agree, man. Um, for sure. Uh, you know, you can't ever count him out. He's like a LeBron, right? In, in, in the in the music game, you can never <laughs> count him out, right? And for me, he'll always be one of those top five. 
no matter what. Especially when it comes to freestyling. I know there's a lot of underground, uh, underground uh, freestylers, mm-hmm. freestyle rappers, freestyle um, battles, mm-hmm. but he'll always be one of the most classic and just always, you know, in the conversation for me. Got you, got you. Obed, when it comes to M, do you consider him top five dead or alive? I mean, to me, he's definitely top ten dead or alive. He's top five alive to me, but top five dead or alive. M, what do you think? I think I think I would agree. I think he's top ten for me. I just I don't have a lot of uh, a full spectrum of rap and hip hop. I just got on to like run the jewels, and those guys are amazing, right? So mm. there, there are a lot of people out there that you can say, hey, these individuals are amazing right now. But I have to put up top ten for the work that he's done lyrically. If he if he wants to do it, he can do it, right? It's just like LeBron. We what are we gonna see him do next? If he gets to the playoffs, we're gonna see him score forty and drop ten on you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all right, so it's um it's I would say he's top five. I want to see more of him working with like actual other producers, getting on people's songs, features, things like that, where at least you get the general population in on it and you can still flow for something, right? Because I haven't seen him come back to his like Marshall Mathers and uh, uh, Eminem show status where he could drop an album and it would just be like fire. Yeah, no. Nah, he's I, just probably one of the best wigs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, definitely, I definitely agree with you guys on that. So, <laughs> who, what's up? He said future would be one of the best ways. I think that's what. No, no, no. no. Fe- featuring is one of the best ways, kind of to like keep himself alive and keep it going and keep you know keep that title going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he, I mean, his his the last the real recent album that came out. I really think it was. I really enjoyed it. The one before it, a couple before that were kind of. Eh, but definitely going to put him. He's definitely for me. He's top ten dead or alive. He's probably like six to seven category range. But um, you know, I mean, he's. I think he's still. He's still. He's still capable of coming out with that fire. Um, anyway, moving right along, we're going to go, go into sports now. We're going to start off with start off with the NBA. Just earlier this week, the Bulls fired head coach Fred Hoiberg after they started the uh, season for 5-19. and 19. Anu, I know you're a big basketball guy, so let me go to you first. Um, first of all, do you agree with the firing? And two, do you think he, he was even a good look as their coach overall? To me, it really didn't matter. They've been a mess since, you know, the Jordan era, that, you know, since that ended, you know, since the 90s. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. firing in the middle of the season, it, team, it keeps your team, uh, you know, lopsided. Like, what to do? You know, what's that trust? Like, you feel like you just broke apart, um, you know. And the 5-19 and 19 and the firing, I mean, I saw that coming since year one. Probably even five, more like necessarily like year two because mm-hmm. year one is still everybody's feeling it out. Even the coach, mm-hmm. you need to give that time. But, you know, um, it's nothing new. You, know, you 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 probably expected that without even thinking about it. Right, right. I feel you. Um, and last last night, the Thunder actually played in Brooklyn against the Nets. They beat they beat them one fourteen to one twelve. Russell Westbrook went off for another triple double, of course, and passing Jason Kidd for third you know in triple doubles all time with one hundred and eight. He still just trails Oscar Robinson and Magic Johnson. Obed, uh, you know, and even in this game. Matt Paul George went off. He had 47, 25 in the fourth quarter alone. Do you think Russ and PG are really are building into a cohesive unit and can take that Thunder team deep into the playoffs? I mean, they're making plays right now, and I think that's a part of getting to be cohesive, right? Like, it doesn't look like the same road show that they would put up where we're just letting uh, Russell Westbrook get a touch on the ball all over the place because this guy wants to uh, get his stats up. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, all more, more power to him for his MVP season, but there's a lot of times there where he probably should have saved himself and not need to touch the ball. He's getting opportunities. Um, that being said, I look for them to be a force in the NBA uh, this year. I, I don't know where they'll end up. Obviously, the, the show, the greatest show we can watch right now is out West. Um, 
but I, they're going to make a claim for themselves to try to take it to the to the uh, Warriors, and I hope they have the best of luck with that. Right, right. Um, a new, I mean, do you think that the Thunder, the way they're built right now, that they can, can really truly contend in the Western Conference? Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, I see them, you know, anywhere between the three and the six seed, you know, the for top three, I don't see them as a top three for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of teams that, you know, that are surprising us this year. Mm-hmm. You got Denver, you got a whole bunch of other teams. The, you see clip, the, the teams Clippers. Run- Exactly. Yeah. There you go. They, they're pretty much number one in the West right now. Yeah. And uh, you, you see um, the only team out the race is Phoenix. So anybody has a shot. So in one week you do bad, you could go from second place to last place or second place to, you know, you could drop a whole bunch of space, uh, numbers or other teams could end, uh, jump up mm-hmm. due, to, due to what happens in a week for, for one team or the other. Right. So, um, yeah, man, I think they could definitely be some type of force and uh, make a better run this year. Got you. Got you. Also last night, the Raptors uh, uh, ended up beating the 76ers, 113-102. Kawhi went off a 36-9 and 5 steals. Jimmy Butler had 38-10. and Anu, let me go back to you really quick on this. Now, the Raptors, they're off to a great start. They're 21-5 and on the year. Do you think that the 76ers can really contend and compete with the Raptors in a seven-game series? Or maybe this was just kind of a one-off game for them? Yeah, I mean, only because, you know, the, the obviously East is weaker. They're obviously a lot better this year. They got a lot more coming, um, you know, a lot more deeper for some reason. You know, the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, coming into the, you know, group with, the, you know, on that uh, scale, that really helps, you know, the East become uh, much more of a force, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, adding on to another team rather than just like two or three or four teams, right? right? So it makes it like f- about five teams out of eight, so that's not bad. Um, you know, but the 76ers... If they, if they had false and if he had his mind right and just everything going from, mm-hmm. then I would say they could definitely really contend. But I think they could just contend on a basic level. Got you, got you. Oh, Bed, Raptors, you know, they're, they're leading the East. Do you think they're going to keep this pace up throughout the season? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I Honestly, I'm kind of – I remember back to when Kawhi had his, uh, his interviews, uh, first interview there with the media in Toronto, uh, and he was just like – Awkwardly laughing, right? About, hey, I don't know you guys. You guys don't know me. We got to get to know each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks like he wants to play. I don't think he's, you know, uh, cashing it in and saying, hey, I'm just, uh, I'm not going to play this season. Uh, he's bringing it. Will they keep it up? I hope they do, but I don't know. I just never saw that team uh, as a real contender. But I don't know. Maybe that could be wrong. Got you. Got you. All right. Sorry, guys. Also, you'll see in the video that I was kind of playing around with the screen a little bit, trying to get a better resolution, but we'll, we'll move on. Um, going right now, when I'll go into some uh, college football news in action here, um, just earlier this week, it was announced that Ohio State head coach Urban Meyer will retire after their January 1st Rose Bowl matchup against the Washington Huskies. Um, I don't know. I kind of saw this coming, you know, coming off the kind of tumultuous season with the whole suspension thing. Uh, you know, a new, let me just go to you really quick on this topic, then we'll kind of move on from it. I don't know. I mean, do you think that, you know, it, did you, I mean, did you really see it coming? Do you think, you know, it was you know, meant to be, it was probably bound to happen? I mean, so it kind of caught some people off guard, but did you really think that he would really last at Ohio State? I mean, you know, he's going to retire, right? So, you know, it's, he's considered one of the greatest, you know, college football coaches of all time. Previously played in Utah, Florida, two national chips in Florida, one national chip at Ohio. You know, he's, he definitely is going to have a legacy. So, I mean, somebody, they, you know, people got to go out at some time or another. So, yeah, I guess you could say I saw it coming. Yeah. Oh, bad. Really quick. I mean, 
Do you think his legacy is tarnished overall after the whole controversy in the offseason? I, I, you know, that's a tough question. I think that it's taken a, a bit of a hit. Obviously, this is a guy with a resume that he can go coach anywhere he wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they want to bring up the fact that they don't, they won't give him a shot because of that or because of his health reason. Really, from the the words that I heard from Chris Carter and uh, his opportunity to speak to the, speak to the world about what he knew about uh, Urban Meyer's injury, I, I have the feeling that maybe uh, it's better for him to be away from the sport mm-hmm. for both those personal reasons as well as those uh, controversial reasons. Got you. Got you. Um, also, the final the college p- football playoff rankings were dropped on Sunday as well. Of course, staying at number one was Alabama. They were followed by the Clemson Tigers at number two, Notre Dame, and then Oklahoma rounding out the four po- playoff teams anew. Do you think the committee got it right with the top four? You know, I think they did. You know, I mean, Georgia should have been a top four, but, you know, some people may feel that, you know, they – since they lost an SEC championship, they have two losses. You know, that's a, I'm going to say Oklahoma still deserves to be in there. Got you. Yeah. Obed, I mean, do you think there's any controversy there that Oklahoma was the right one to put in there? Do you think maybe Notre Dame should have dropped down or would the Oklahoma be at three? I mean. It's it's interesting. So I'm not very attuned to the conferences and how playing more Power 5 conferences matters versus other uh, uh Teams, other divisions, mm-hmm. and then those the conferences that don't even have a conference championship game. Like Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame's independent, so, I mean. Uh, and so, you know, coming out from that angle, do I think they got it right? I think there was a bias towards the SEC kind of doing whatever they want. I understand that Clemson is a great team. Do I think that I would like to watch a college football playoff championship with them in it? I don't really think so. I think I've already seen that show and dance. I, w- I would love to see another team come out there and do what it takes to get into that game. Is Go at a record where you're attacking teams and you're taking on the best talent and come out with flying colors, right? You have to, we're talking about teams that had 13 week win streaks, 12 week win streaks. Like, yeah, yeah. How, do you, you can't, how do you not reward those teams for that work that they did to say, oh, well, these guys who've lost twice deserve to be up there? Does mm-hmm. Georgia deserve to be up there? Maybe. Mm-hmm. You had a great game against Alabama. But guess what happened? They came back and you lost. You guys should have. You have to make a statement and show the world. Absolutely. That you're ready to play. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely agree with you. I definitely, I can see why people want to say Georgia is one of the top four teams in the country, but just looking at the criteria, one of their biggest criteria that the committee looks at is the conference championship. Georgia did not win the the SEC conference. So that kind of, you know, deteriorates them. They have, to, they have two losses. They lost early to LSU. They lost to Bama, as we all know, in the conference the SEC Conference Championship game. Oklahoma only has one loss. Um, you know, they won their big, they won the Big 12. I can't I really couldn't see Oklahoma being left out of left out it. I, 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 and I honestly, and if Georgia did get in, there would be an uproar of people trying to expand the playoff teams. I personally think that there should be more playoff teams. A lot of people would be, would disagree with me. Obed, I'll go to you real quick and then we'll move on. Do you think that they should expand the number of teams in the college football playoff? I do. It's tough. Everybody, the, the one thing I've known about college football is that it's built on not just dynasties, mm. but dynasty scenarios, right? The scenario that they expect, if the Big Ten is put and the ACC are putting out some of the best teams out there, you're going to probably see a Big Ten ACC championship. 
regardless of what you name it, right? I saw that uh, interview with Mike Leach uh, making making jokes about how, come on, guys, what do they do with Division AAA? What do they do with AA? Mm. Like, they have a playoff system. Right. Would it suck for you to lose on some random Saturday against a no-name team? It really would. But that's the breaks of what you get when you play. And honestly, it, like I said earlier, it comes down to, hey, can you beat this team? Can mm. you beat Oklahoma? I'm sorry, can you beat Alabama the way Alabama beats other people? Right. I went back to watch Prote or watch some highlights of the quarterbacks. And, like, I honestly, I would love a, a playoff system because, and this is not to hype the host here, but Trace McSorley looks like he <laughs> could play complete quarterbacking if he played under center and yes. had a defense behind him. I yes. think he could keep the ball away from the other team long enough and make plays between the 20s that when he got to the red zone, he would just score touchdowns all day. Yeah, I definitely going to agree. Yeah, he needs to play under center more, if especially if he wants to make it in the NFL. Um, moving along, they also announced the Heisman finalists. Um, we have... All, all, we have three quarterbacks, which is not uncommon, as everyone favors the quarterbacks. Dwayne Haskins of Ohio State, Kyler Murray of Oklahoma, and of course, Tua Tagovailoa of Alabama. Um, we all know Kyler Murray is going to be going to the uh, Major League play Baseball after this season. To me, I do think, I think the Heisman should go to Dwayne Haskins. Not only are his numbers the best, uh, I mean, he really had a you know a stellar season. He was really a true passer. But I think it'll end up going to Tua just because it's Alabama with the number one team. You know what I mean? Because like, let's face it, it's basically it's Alabama against everybody. Uh, a new do you? I mean, really quick, who do you out of the three quarterbacks? Who do you think will win, actually win it this Saturday? I'm gonna go with Haskins. You know, he's leading the. He's in a, he led. He led the Ohio State to the Rose Bowl. Only one loss. You know, has a great arm, possibly for the front runner to win. You know, I'm gonna definitely, uh, you know, jump on his bandwagon for sure. Got you, Obed. Um, out of the three, who you, who do you, who do you think should win, or who do you think will win? It, is, it could be the same. So <laughs> it's funny. I was saying I went back and watched that those highlight tapes, yeah. and watching these guys play, they all look like Patrick Mahomes, which makes <laughs> me feel like all these guys are just cookie cutters. Like, mm. like I said, nobody playing out from under center. Dwayne Haskins is doing the most work out there, but I don't know what different he's doing than anyone else. Kyler Murray probably had the worst accuracy out of the three of those tapes that I was watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like Tua. I think Tua gives you a dynamic, a dynamic threat out there with a lot of other very athletic pieces, but he's got a little bit of luck, a little bit of magic, and then a really big arm. It's, it's tough to watch him operate with Alabama and say that kid is flashy and exciting. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a dynamic, too. He's definitely a dynamic, athletic guy. Like I said, I think they'll give it to him just because he's in Alabama. But I, I would, if I was voting, I would go with Dwayne Haskins. Um, so moving along from, from college, let's go right to the NFL now. One of the, the biggest story in the NFL this past week was of the former Chiefs running back Kareem Hunt. After video surfaced of him from February in a Cleveland hotel pushing and then kicking a woman, um, obviously this is never a good look, whether it's male or female, especially when it's female. Um, now that the Chiefs are no no longer have Kareem Hunt, they've released him on last past Friday, no longer with the team. Um, he's, I'm sure if, if he ever does come back, he will be suspended for quite some time. I don't know. A new, I'll go to you really quick, and then we can move on. New, I mean, do you, one, agree Chiefs should have released him? And then two, do you think he would ever even have a job again? To be honest, 
Um, two, uh, I'll, I'll start with number two. You know, it's going to be tough to, you know, have a job in the same, you know, feel the same industry, mm. you know, with the, that kind of track record. And, um, you know, no matter what, the one of the pro- most professional things as a role model, you don't, you don't respect women. All right. Mm. So, you know, that's really going to take, you know, take him out the game. Right, right, right. Uh, Obed, I mean, so let's go back to just the football aspect of it for a second. Do you think the Chiefs are still the front runner in the AFC without Kareem Hunt? That's that's tough. I mean, they, they showed what they're going to do when he's not on the field. Right? They, have, they picked up Spencer Ware and Sharkandrick West. They're like, we can go back to the run game that's sustained us until we got you. Mm-hmm. Well, they know that we can uh, throw the ball to the tight end. I guess it's, it's Kelsey season all over again. Right. Um, now, I think that that's going to be maybe minor to the detriment of of some of the other players there, you might have to see people running clear outs more, but they got Sammy Watkins that they barely ever throw to. They can put them on you. Again, it's this pro, uh, this uh, RPO style. They're going to freeze the defense long enough to get the bomb shot. The kids still threw four touchdowns. And you can't say they're not going to have that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chiefs, I uh, just looking at it from a football aspect of it first, yeah, I think the Chiefs are still, you know, atop in the AFC. The obviously Mahomey. Mahomes, he's he's doing he's doing his thing, of course. Like you said, it is definitely Kelsey's season. Sammy Watkins has been hurt; he's missed the past few games. So even when he was there, they weren't throwing him that much. I think they need to really utilize him more. Um, but just going back to the incident, I don't see Kareem Hunt. Obviously, he's out for the year. I don't see him playing all of next year, if ever again. Um, some people are going to make this whole comparison to the whole Ray Rice issue. I don't really want to do that. You know, it, the Ray Rice issue was a, it was a little bit different, but we're not here to judge and things like that. But I don't see him playing at all of next year. Maybe perhaps at the year after that. I don't know, but it would be hard for some teams to actually market that kind of guy and that kind of player on their team. And you know, so it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a rough it's gonna be a rough go around for him. Moving along, uh, also big news this past week: the Packers fired their longtime coach. Mike McCarthy, after over 12 seasons with the team, um, Anu, do you agree with the firing of, you know, of McCarthy from from, from Green Bay? Look, man, people got to go sometime, right? I just I, I kind of mentioned that earlier. Right. You know, he led them to the team, went to the Super Bowl in 45, but sometimes you just got to change it up, man, you know? Sometimes you just got to change it up. You got to change up the culture to spice it up again. Yeah, uh, Obed, do you think the Packers are better off without without McCarthy, or do you even blame McCarthy for their their kind of t- off kind of tumultuous off or excuse me season that they've had so far? Yeah, so I mean, I, I it's I feel like there's equal blame to go around, right? You never want to want to see a person fired in the middle of the season. That's right. I look at it as you know you hear that story about coaches who took that game tape from that bad game they had and buried it. I was like, we're never going to touch this anyway. Like maybe it's showing this young cohesive unit that like we are not what that was we are going to try to turn right this ship there's enough blame to go around from the front office bringing in players that i don't know if they can play right between marcus bezic scantling aquamania st brown uh Jermaine williams those kids aren't really hitting now they're making plays mm-hmm. but they're hitting right they're not consistent uh i haven't seen a brady-led offense or team ever have four wins ever yeah so I don't know where people are talking about Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT with one Super Bowl. We're going to have to put that to, to rest right now. Now, whenever things go wrong with him and his offense, you know, first person to look at people and be like, guys, R-E-L-A-X. I don't know, the marketing and wide receivers, they're not where they're supposed to be. Mm. I don't see that from Tom Brady when things are bad. He tries to figure out 
what his guys do well mm. and do that with them so that he puts them in a position to win. But, um, yeah, it's tough. I think they can make something out of it, but he had to. You know, I, I just don't think the Packers, you know, they're not who we thought they were. <laughs> it's a kind of <laughs> you know. I just don't think they're there's that good. They don't really have a true running game. You know, you let Ty Montgomery go. He wasn't even a true running back. He remember he was a converted from wide receiver. They, they converted to running back because they were shorthanded you know, a couple years ago. Um, you know, they haven't had a running game in a long time. They don't have a legit number one receiver. They're not utilizing Jimmy Graham enough. I, I just don't you know. And then on the defensive side, they let Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Go off, they traded him before the, before the deadline. I just don't think they're a well-rounded team at this point. I get your point, Obed. You know, Rodgers, he's always looking to blame people, certain things. You know, Brady doesn't do that. I get it. But, you know, he's still one of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen. Let's not get it twisted on that one. But I just don't think they're just not that good. They just don't have ballers on that team to really do what they got to do. So, I, you know what I mean? I don't really like, and like you said, I don't like the firing of the coach mid-season. I don't like when teams do that. There's, they they can certainly wait until after the year. Because let's, let's for his tenure, let's right? on that a little more respectfully. Right, he led them to a Super Bowl. Right, so they could have waited to the offseason, let him go out. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. Moving along, the Rams they clinched the NFC West this past week as well. Um, do you guys think that they are still the favorite one to win the NFC and to even win the Super Bowl? Uh, a new, I'll go, just go to you really quick first. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm gonna definitely say they are, man. You know, they, they lead all pro running back, Ty Gurley quarterback. You know, Jared Goff is having a great year. You know, so I'm gonna definitely go with that for sure. Yeah, I mean, Obed, just really quick. Um, do you still see the Rams? kind of taking the NFC, or are the Saints really going to come back? And I don't know what that game was against Denver, against Dallas. I mean, <laughs> that's how they look with, you know, they're they're sending five guys, four guys, and you guys are getting flustered. You're not getting the ball back quick enough. I, I was wanted to say that one of the last elite quarterbacks in NFL is, is Drew Brees, right? He's, he's not going to give you the same things work. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think the Rams are definitely the team to I yeah. think when they want to do what they want to do, they're going to do it. Yeah. So I think they're they're the lock for me for the uh, representing the NFC. Right, and I think you probably have the two, and you have the defensive uh, player of the year once again, and Aaron Donald on that D line. So he's beasting this year. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to say the Rams will be the team to be in the NFC. Um, so unfortunate news with with the Redskins once again. They lost their backup quarterback Colton McCoy to a broken leg. Just a couple weeks after Alex Smith broke his leg, I mean, how how crazy is that? You know, your two start your first two quarterbacks break the leg in the middle of the season. Now they're relying on Mark Sanchez. Obed, just quickly, do do the Redskins even have a chance with Sanchez to still possibly win this division? They're only one game out. Let me tell you something. If if <laughs> the Redskins are gonna Redskins. I'm sorry. I don't, know, I don't know any other way to say this is this is what happens to them, and it's unfortunate. I don't know if it's karma, right? Maybe this is what they get for signing Reuben Foster, right? If Reuben Foster out here with a job, mm. isn't. Mm. You know I mean, the, the NFL has a strict policy on if they see you do it, you're on your own. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is how is Colin Kaepernick not have a job right now? But Mark Sanchez does. Come on, fam. Come on, fam. <laughs> How does Colin Kaepernick not have? It's mind-boggling to me. I don't get it. Talk about 
talk about it openly, but we all know what it is. Oh, yeah, we know what it is. But, dude, out of all the teams, there's 32 teams in the NFL. Every one of them have at least two quarterbacks. That means there's six, at least 64 quarterbacks. You tell me Colin Kaepernick is at least the 60 best quarterback in the NFL? You are bugging right now, dude. I, I'm not even going to go into that. So whole, I'm not even going to get into politics right now. We're going to move right along. Um, let's just, you know, let's just go into pick, let's just go into picking some games. Um, being that, so, so tonight's game of Thursday night, we've got Jacksonville at Tennessee. That game has just started, so we won't pick a winner. Um, but I do think it is a must win for Tennessee if they think they're going to kind of come up in that wild card, wild card spot. Um, Obed quickly at the AFC, AFC sound matchup. Who do you got? Jacksonville at Tennessee. After what happened with Jacksonville and Indianapolis last week, I have no idea what's going to go on now. I already see that Tennessee's gone on the board. Maybe they'll have some kind of magic for opening the game up, but mm. I don't know if, if the uh, Jacks keep up. Yeah. Plus, I'm going to take Tennessee in this one. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And you know what? I'm sorry. I even went and said we're not going to pick game. We're not going to pick winners because the game just started. But we'll, we'll just ignore that part. We'll move on. I knew I was going to go to you real quick, but forget it. The game already started. We're moving on. <laughs> so Sunday's uh, we're gonna so we're gonna look at Sunday's matchups. First one we'll look at is Jets and Bills. Don't think anyone's really gonna be watching this game too much. Last time they. <laughs> Last time they met in in Jersey, the Bills walked away. I think with forty one to ten. I was actually at that game, um, and I was quite surprised about about that one. Um, and a new, I know you're a New York guy, even though Buffalo is is where they're they're in New York too. Jets Bills, who you who you taking? I'm gonna go with the New York Jets, bro. All right, oh bad, quickly Jets Bills, who do you got? I'm gonna go with the team that actually plays in New York. I'm going with Buffalo. <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> I, I always tell people you talk I'm about the Jets. Like you talk about the Jets. Talk about the Giants. What do they play? They play in New Jersey. Buffalo plays in New York. Let's go Bills all day. <laughs> <laughs> Next one we're gonna look at is Carolina at Cleveland. Um, a new. I'll go to you first, real quick. I'm I'm going Panthers in this one, even though it's in Cleveland. Cleveland does have some ballers. They're doing better than obviously than they were last year. We know it's 16. A new Panthers and Browns. Who are you going here? Mm, Pan- Panthers lost four straight. You know, you got concern over the quarterback. Newton surgically repaired shoulder. So, you know what? We're going to go with the Browns. Browns. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I like it. Obed, Panthers and Browns. Who are you taking here? Man, there's a lot of talk chatter coming out of Carolina. Like, this could. I think everybody's not pointing the finger at Cam as the problem because of this whole injury thing. Mm-hmm. But, man, I- I'm going to put them on upset alert. They could lose a game to Cleveland. Yeah, man. I think this is a must-win game for them. They started out six and two. Now they're six and six, dude. They they've got to, they've got to get this one. I think it's desperation time coming down to the playoffs. So I'm gonna go Panthers. Next one is Atlanta at Green Bay. Obviously, we just mentioned Green Bay just fired their coach, Mike McCarthy. I, I don't know what to expect. I'm only gonna say Green Bay because it's in Green Bay. But I actually, but don't be surprised if Atlanta wins this one, folks. A new Falcons and Packers, who do you got? I'm going with Atlanta. You know, everything with just, just happened like Green Bay. Everybody's heads might be down. They might be in the rough. So, you know, i got to go with Atlanta. Oh, bad. Falcons and Packs. Packers, who you got? I think you can feel it. It's the hot Atlanta that's bubbling up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this watching a, this matchup in like 2015 maybe when, uh, uh, what's his name? Eddie Lacy was a thing. And Eddie Lacy. And Julio Jones were both cooking in this game, and then both got injured in this game. 
Hopefully that is not we're not gonna see a repeat of that. But Julio <laughs> likes to cook when he's at Lambo, so I'm gonna give it to Atlanta. Got you, got you. Um Ravens at Chiefs. Chiefs, of course. Right, be- why are we even? What are we talking about? Come on, come on. Like I said, Patrick, my homie, Mahomes all day. Ra- Ravens and Chiefs. Let's make it quick. A new Ravens and Chiefs. Who you got? Mm, I'm gonna go with Chiefs. <laughs> oh, bad Ravens and Chiefs. And he sounds like a smart man. I'm following his lead. or go with Chiefs. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, pa- Patriots and Dolphins. I don't even think I have to ask you a bet on this one. Where you're going with this one? Um, I'm going Patriots. But yeah. young Pat's team. I mean, really, these guys. That Tom Brady, he can play. <laughs> I've heard, I think I've heard of him. I think I think I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a new Patriots and Patriots and Dolphins. <laughs> Just to be on the opposite side of the table, I'm gonna go with Dolphins. Woo! Something you might be hitting on some. The Patriots do have played poorly in Miami. For a lot of Tom's career. I don't know if because he's out there partying when he should be sleeping, but he out there chilling on South Beach and whatnot. Right. Um, um, next one, let's look at New Orleans and Tampa Bay. You know, Tampa Bay plays no defense whatsoever. So even though they're going to have to score, that means they're going to have to score a lot. They've been kind of struggling on offense. I'm going to go Saints. Um, a new, quickly, Saints and Buccaneers. Who you got? I gotta go with New Orleans, man. Got yeah. you. Yeah, Obed, Saints, Saints and Bucks. So I gotta go with New Orleans because they gotta defend their record and keep in the hunt to get that uh, uh, what's that draft, the um, the bye week, that first week. Um, but Tampa Bay is Jameis Winston making a bid to get his job back. Is that was happening right now. Yeah, Even I, if this game he comes out here and scores four touchdowns in this game. I, I, you know, that's a very good point. I think he deserves his job as, as a starting quarterback for the for the Buccaneers. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's got to he's got to he's got to put some numbers up to prove himself, though. Definitely, hundred um, percent. And I'm, like I said, I'm going to go Saints, Giants, and Redskins. I think we know the Redskins are a mess. Obviously, they're led by Mark Sanchez. I think you guys you know how I feel about him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going Giants. I knew I know you're under your guy, but who you got? Giants and Redskins. New York's in the house, going with Giants. Yeah, oh, bad Giants and Redskins. New York. New York. New York. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All day. Um, next one, Colts and Texans. Um, a new Colts and Texans. I'm Personally, I'm going Texans, definitely. Deshaun Watson's having a great year. Colts and Texans, who do you got? I got Colts, man. Colts, oh, I like it. A bad Colts, Texans. Texans have won nine in a row. Does it is it ten? And I think it could be ten. Honestly, I just what after Indianapolis went in there and couldn't make anything happen. Excuse me, the Jags went to them and they couldn't make anything happen. Let's go ahead and go with Houston. I feel like Houston can make it ten in a row. Yeah, yeah. Um, next one here is Cincinnati at the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going Chargers all the way. Chargers are balling out. Philip Rivers is having a heck of a season. A new Bengals and Chargers. Who are you taking? I'm going with Chargers, man. They're playing great. Big one over the Steelers last week. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Chargers. Yeah, definitely. That was definitely, you're right. That was definitely a big win. Obed, Chargers and Bengals. And he said the statement win last week, but uh, Philly Freeway Rivers, uh, I got to <laughs> give it to the Chargers. Yeah, and and the Bengals, we know they're out there. Andy Dalton is gone for the year. A.J. Green is now gone for the year with that foot injury. Dude, the, bang, the Bengals are done. I'm saying it and telling you, Marvin Lewis will not be with the Cincinnati Bengals after this season. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, Denver and San Francisco. 
I'm just going to go Denver. I don't even care. Obed, Denver, San Francisco. What do you got? <laughs> Denver. A new Denver, San Francisco. San Fran. San Fran. Oh, either way, whatever. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes Jeff Wilson Jr. stats for uh, Fantasy Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Philly at Dallas. This is a big matchup. Um, the vi- the, vi- woo, the big Dude, Matt, this is the biggest matchup, I think, of the week. Divisional NFC East matchup. Eagles have to win this to keep pace in the NFC East. Eagles have to win this so that they don't get asked out for uh, talking smack in the locker room. Yeah. I'm, you know what? Because it's in Dallas, I'm going Dallas. Oh, bad. Eagles and Eagles and Cowboys. I'm going Dallas. I feel like you're going to watch Dallas put together a complete game this weekend. Just because of that smack talk. Now, is it going to look pretty? No, but I think they're going to hit on all phases. And this game going to look real good for them. Right. A new Eagles and Cowboys. Tell me who you got here. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Even though the Cowboys won four straight to lead the division, I'm still going with the Eagles, though. Okay. Okay. I like mean, it's not a, it's, a must win, right? Yeah. It's, it's, not, yeah. it's not a bad pick. You know, I just, like I said, just because it's in Dallas, I'm going Dallas. But desperation wins sometimes. Yeah. We'll see. Call. We'll see. Talking smack early. We'll see if they get a call on that game. I want to see. I want to watch the red. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steelers and Raiders. I think we are. I think this is an easy one here. Steelers all the way. You know they're coming off back to back losses, so this is you know a good one for them to kind of get an easy win over the disheveled Raiders. I think John Gruden's really running that team into the ground. So, <laughs> hey, man. I, dude, I don't. Devil right now. How many? Is gonna in? Look, look at the schedule right now. How many of these teams are just a dumpster fire against a team that is mediocre? Cool. Yeah, I mean, oh, bad. Steelers and Raiders, who are you taking? I got to go Steelers. Are they going to lose the Raiders? That would be the day. Dude, I don't even know. A new Steelers and Raiders, who you got? I'll go with the Steelers, man. Yeah, I, th- I think this is an easy one here. Detroit and Arizona. Uh, I'm going to go Detroit. Arizona's a mess. Um, they let go of Sam Bradford earlier this year. They're sticking with their their rookie QB and Josh Rosen. They're just not – they're not a well-rounded team at all. I'm go- This is kind of an easy one for me. Even though Detroit's kind of slacking, I'm going Detroit. Obed, Lions and Cardinals. Detroit. Detroit, Detroit. yeah. Yeah. Oh, a new Lions and Cardinals. Who you got? You could go either way. I guess you could say Lions. Yeah. Um, big uh, – big, very big match, which I think is this. This is actually the real, real must-see game of the week. We got L.A. Rams at the Chicago Bears – you got probably, I think this is, this could be an NFC playoff matchup here. Um, a new, I'll go to you first, but I'll, I'm I'm gonna say Rams, even though it's in Chicago. A new Rams and Bears. Who are you taking here? Man, I'm gonna go with the Rams, even though you got two of the best defensive players in the NFL. You got Aaron uh, Aaron Donald, Cleo Mack. It'll be a great matchup. Probably probably the second game of the week to be watching. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, good point with with Donald and Mac. You know, and like I said, I think Donald's gonna win the Defensive Player of the Year. Khalil Mack is definitely up there. Obed, Rams and Bears. I, I echo everything about Aaron Donald. Just absolutely worth every dime. I can't believe we didn't pay him sooner. And I'm telling you, the NFL needs to fix their ways. This game is not gonna last. That's politics. We'll leave that for later. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can line up. That's why I'm like, I feel like the NFC has given us a team of. of this year that really, them the last two years putting it together, um, that front four is just tough on defense, and they'll come at you on the offensive side. Yeah. I know Chicago has a great defense, but what are they about to do on the offense? Just going to dump it off to, uh, to Rico in every play? Now, I wonder if they've been going easy on uh, Mitch Trubisky. 
advantage mm-hmm. we have, knowing that this game is on the schedule, right? Like, let's just let the cards play out. But if we can catch these guys with the way the division is kind of sauce for the NFC North right now, I feel like they could just run away and get that spot that they need to secure the playoff spot. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Rams because uh, I, I saw an interview with the coach, uh, Sean McVay, uh, and he basically ran down the entire starting 11 from from what he'd seen about them and how he feels about them from his days back when he played, when he coached for the Redskins, even today, right? So I know he's cooking up something nice for them. He's going to make he's gonna, It's a leg game. He's only going to put up stars. i got to go with the Rams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you mentioned the, the great defensive line for the Rams. I mean, I guess we got Aaron Donald, we got Adamic and Sue. Yeah, I mean they're just they're just all around uh, probably you know arguably the best team in the NFL. So we're going Rams. Last matchup Monday Night Football: Minnesota at Seattle. Seattle's been been doing well. Russell Wilson's balling out, but I think the Vikings have to get this win. I don't think they will. I'm going Seahawks. It's in Seattle. A new Vikings and Seahawks. Who you taking here? Go on the dog, Seahawks. Oh, bad. Uh, Seahawks hosting the Vikings. Rook, what do you got? Well, I wonder if the Seahawks are the underdog. Uh, the Seahawks are going to come out here and run the ball 150 times on it. I don't know if Minnesota's prepared to deal with that all day. But they seem to be able to take 20, 25 shots a game and uh, get touchdowns to, uh, excuse me, to Doug Baldwin and uh, Tyler Lockett. Mm. Uh, I like Seattle in this game. Yeah. In Seattle too. Yeah, wow. it was loud, man. That's the yeah, that's thing. It's the fact that it's in Seattle is definitely a bonus for them. Um, yeah, with that stadium, that noise, you know, it's built that way for a reason. So yeah, I'm definitely going to Seattle. All right, well, folks, that wraps it up for this week's on all uh, episode of What's the Word Entertainment. Um, a new any last parting words? Anything we missed out? Anything you want to drop here for the folks? Hey, it was a pleasure to be on, man. Thanks a lot, man. It was a good time. Appreciate it. Of course. Obed, anything else you want to add in here? Thank you for the time. I appreciate it. I can't wait to come back for the next episode. All right, guys. I appreciate you guys once again. We'll be back with more. And, guys, have a good night. Be safe, guys. Peace.